simply this is she and I want to thank you for connecting in this moment today we're connecting to the spring in the northern hemisphere and for those of you listening from the southern hemisphere this is perfect information for you too because you can utilize the opposite because we've shifted from the yin and the yang on one side of the planet to the other in addition it can help you prepare and think ahead much like farmers do they have to think about their agricultural crops and the seasons and to really listen and know what's happening everything from a storm to uh, when the soil is ready and this was a practice that communities would do together in the most recent past and slowly bit by bit we're bringing ourselves back into harmony with how we potentially are to exist here and now and there's some beautiful things to note about that. Many people can look at living in cities as a bad thing. However, it's actually a beautiful thing because it creates these beehive situations where a metropolis of people can come together and there's all the technology that we need on this planet to provide water from the air, to provide electricity from the sun, from the wind, all these things exist. And as we slowly shift our consciousness and our awareness and our intent, we can start utilizing energy sources as they are applicable per season. Meaning as we go into warmer months, we would want to rely more on energy that's produced from sun versus hydropower, that kind of thing and shift so we're saving our resources and then gradually bringing ourselves into balance internally and externally. So today we're going to be focusing on the self and that's kind of a macro situation that occurs once everyone starts to realize wow we could all live in harmony here if we so do choose and that's a choice each self gets to choose that. So in connecting to where you are, no matter where you are on the planet, just to really think about what the season is. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, there's going to be a wide spectrum of what spring means. Some people are still experiencing snow. And then if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you're going to have a wide spectrum of what fall means. The same thing applies, especially as you get closer to that equator where that's more the constant. So if you think about where you are and begin to listen to your own body, it gets really confusing because we're really, as a human species right now, want to cling on to information that people are sharing, unlike me sharing information in this moment. Really encourage whatever I share that a you connect with what uh, sticks with you, you do your own research, you follow up with your own practice, testing of what I'm speaking about, and do baby steps don't do extreme actions uh, similar to a boat on sea is if the storm comes and there's giant swells that boat will have 
large movements and it can cause it to capsize or it can cause other things to occur. So if you think about your own energetic system, how can you keep it flowing so that you're honoring it, that you're respecting it, and you're not taking it through really turbulent situations. Those things are fun sometimes. It's fun to go on a speedboat across water, I will admit. However, if you do that day in and day out, you're going to be exhausted. Your adrenals are going to be exhausted and you're going to be worn down. So when we come into a new season, it's a beautiful time to take a pause. And I'm recording this on a new moon. It was a lunar eclipse this morning, very early where I'm at. And it's a beautiful time to listen, tune out what everyone's telling you is going to be happening and really say, wow, I just want to listen to what I receive. We all have a collective mind anyways, but if we allow ourselves to listen and see what's going on with me, then we can start to feel into what's going on for everyone else. So with that being said, we're going to just check in for a moment and this repair with the, the energy of food is so powerful within ourselves and around ourselves. So with food, I always encourage people, especially when I work with them within the alchemy of food, sometimes it's how to bring together celebration and enjoyment uh, for the pure sense of connecting to others. And then there's other aspects of this alchemy where I encourage people to start learning and having confidence with food and listening to the food. And what they realize is they're learning to listen to themselves and trust self, which is huge. So as we connect to our roots today, what I'd like you to do is just take a pause. We're going to start out with a little Xavier Rudd. This is from his new album. It's Xavier Rudd and the United Nations. A beautiful compilation of their collective work. And this song is Nana. As you're listening and feeling everyone's voice in the song and their contribution, I want you to check in, check in with your physical being, check in with your emotional being, check in with your cosmic being, your mental self, that inner essence that connects from here to the universe, that cosmic being, connect with that and see where am I at, where is this physical dwelling at and how and what do I need and how am I going to accomplish that in this moment. And as you do that, just take some big breaths and breathe into the earth and bring that up into the body and really focus and be honest with yourself where things may not feel aligned. And the more proactive we are in our cyclical living, uh, the easier it gets to move through life. And then when we come back, we're going to dive into some things to connect to in the physical temple that occur and rise up in the springtime.
So gently bringing your awareness back to here and just welcoming in, connecting to what you need in this moment. And then the beauty in that song by Xavier Rudd and the United Nations, Nana, is really coming into that sourcing from within and coming together, meaning that we're all in this together. And the reason I say that is in the springtime, uh, the emotion tends to be anger. And in our society, we have some really extreme ways of dealing with anger. One is either to suppress it or to go into uh, battle and physical and literal battle. And so the psyche doesn't really have a healthy way to express anger. And this is why in the springtime, it's a beautiful time to really check in with the liver, check in with what's going on with the body, and address what might be going on. Now, I really encourage everyone, and this is my disclaimer, if you're having some significant signs of your physical body or your mental body, emotional body, where you feel out of balance, meaning that you don't completely feel in control of what's going on, that you're having extreme mood swings, that you're feeling depressed or a lot of anxiety or stress, or that you're having a compulsive habit that you can't get under control. In addition, if you're having any physical conditions or symptoms that are having you think a little bit that something's going on, then that's probably a red flag that something is going on. I really encourage you to see a doctor, a Chinese doctor, an Ayurvedic doctor, a medical doctor. In addition, it may require a team of people to assist you through that process. Do not take it upon yourself, especially if you're approaching a, a symptomatic situation, just to think that you can do it on your own. That's typically not the case, and that's okay. That's why there are many people dedicated to helping people through uh, whatever whatever's happening and through their wellness and regeneration. Feel free to email me. I'm happy to suggest, make some suggestions of different avenues you can look into. In addition, assist you with the modalities that I have if that's appropriate. However, I really recommend, as I mentioned, do not go on any of these uh, extreme diets or cleanses without a professional assisting you, someone that's dedicated to their life to really understanding what's going on in the human body. And then there's the other aspects of the body that can be addressed too. So with that being said, uh, if things are pretty uh, stable and clear, and then you can tune into the body and say, wow, I notice I have some stagnation or I have some anger and I'm ready to release it because I don't want it to build from one season to the next. So we are sometimes really looking forward to running ahead during the springtime because we feel that yang energy coming up upon us. However, it's good to move slowly into the spring and really become mindful of what's going on and work out any stagnation, any emotions in the physical body. Simple ways to do this are that you can start to connect with a couple things that are going on. Yang energy is part of the spring to summer cycle and the organ that's associated with this time of year per Chinese medicine is liver and gallbladder and as I mentioned anger so by creating some movement in your 
physical temple that will assist with releasing that. You can also uh, get some like shiatsu or Thai massages, something that's going to create movement, some acupuncture adjustments that are going to help the chi move in the body. There are also some really simple uh, cleanses that you can do but again I want you to really make sure that uh, you're not avoiding some bigger issues because oftentimes when we have let's say a knee pain that pain you could keep treating the knee but it's really might be coming from the sciatica and you might need your hips adjusted uh, so don't always assume where the symptom is that that's where the cause is. Sometimes, again, even with the liver, when there's stagnation, you can have allergies, gut issues, blood, immune issues, all these things that could stem from the liver or um, many other things. So that's why it's good to get a couple perspectives so you can look at all of what is being presented and determine what the best course of action is for you. Again, if things are feeling pretty uh, not too wild in there and you feel like you can handle this on your own, I encourage you to do some research, but be pragmatic about it. Don't just go off on extremes uh, just because that's the fad or the trend. So in the springtime, it's good to reduce the intake of what is coming into the body, uh, again, to allow for detoxification. In addition, uh, emphasize grains and vegetables and beans that are sweet in flavor and honey is a great detoxifier. It's oftentimes in the spring we'll have allergies that mucus is pooling stuff out of the system. People will try to take a lot of antihistamines or allergy pills to pacify that process but this is the body's way to detoxify and remember if your liver is healthy it knows how to detoxify. That's its job. Uh, however if you have stagnation, if you've uh, been a little bit hard on your body, meaning you've overused certain substances that can create congestion, or your biology might be a certain way that uh, inhibits the liver to function at its highest and best. You can also, uh, with the detoxification, you can bring in a lemon, lime, grapefruit juice with warm water in the morning and honey. Uh, lime is a little bit, bit more gentle on the liver, it's more alkaline, and the lemon is more acidic. You put those two together, you have a nice neutral. Listen to your body and see what happens. There's a lot of citrus that comes out in this time of year, not by accident again, to assist with this. And then uh, looking at uh, some bitter foods that can help with detoxification, such as rye, romaine lettuce, asparagus, amaranth, quinoa. These are nice things to introduce into the diet. If you really look at uh, agriculture and see what is grown in certain seasons, this can also assist you into what you are actually to intake during that season. As much as we love strawberries, this is the time of year you would eat them because they assist the livers and this beautiful how nature works and then after the season you would let them go uh, nature is so intelligent she gives us what we need however in that part of us that wants things when we want it uh, that we forget that we're not meant to have strawberries year-round and the exemption here is if you're at the equator there's a different thing going on this tropical zone and that ecosystem sustains the ecosystem there where there aren't as many seasons but there still are these variances of what's growing and what's not and same thing applies. In addition you can eat some foods uh, 
to bring it into harmony during this year and collard greens, uh, cereals, this will also help rebuild the liver, sprouts, uh, you can get them at your store, there's wonderful like sunflower seeds, sprouts, all those have a lot of uh, nutrients, water, energy in there, detoxification, kale, parsley, collard greens, all beautiful just really easy for the liver to digest. Kale, celery, parsley, cilantro, all are really easy for the liver to process. In addition, they support the liver's process. Science is showing more and more uh, how we do regenerate. That was a fictitious thought from the past, but now science is catching up to how we are designed to operate in nature and that we can regenerate. So if you are with disease, don't uh, you don't necessarily have to commit to being sick and an organ never being able to be repaired. If you're open to it, you can start to do some research. Reach out to me. I'm happy to send you a couple different things to start looking into that the body can regenerate. And that's what food can assist us with and Mother Nature, sun, the earth, all those beautiful things that are absolutely free resources to us. So that anger emotion that I mentioned earlier is something that rises up at this time of year. And if you feel like that's really stagnant in your body, uh, you want to get that moving. Uh, if we have smooth flow of our chi, then we'll have smooth flow of the blood in our body. And you know that that quote, um, this makes my blood boil. We don't want that. <laughs> we want the chi just moving nice and easy like a tranquil river. And it's okay to have a little like excitement. I'm all for that. But you want to really be mindful with your energy field and decide when you want to bring that up and when you want to actually let it regenerate and create some reservoir again. The eyes are the sensory organ related to the liver. So you'll notice if people are really red and intense eyes and they're itching in the spring, this is a, a signal to yourself that your liver is not functioning smoothly. The tendons are the tissues that are associated with the liver and uh, that strength comes from the tendons, not the muscles. So it's really important to stretch, uh, move, become flexible, and allow yourself some time to do that daily. That'll strengthen those tendons. When we become super tight, if you lift a lot of weights or you do an intensive uh, type workout, if you don't take time to stretch out those tendons, uh, it'll tighten you up. Uh, now the taste, we mentioned sweet but sour, also uh, supports the liver. So if you crave sour food, perhaps the liver needs an extra boost. So to be sure, sure to include that high quality vinegar, sweet and sour recipes uh, can assist. You can do this in all different types of ways. And I've talked about this before. Vinegar actually is a mood enhancer. So you can take a little bit nice balsamic from Italy or your local vineyards and uh, apple ciders, a nice clearing um, and regenerative to the liver. This can bring your mood up if you're fighting any depression or like I said any anger. It'll help that chi move and um, bring it back to normal. And, uh, and so in addition if you're having trouble um, letting go of some emotions, this is where 
you know, this sometimes is an emotional issue that needs to be addressed and then the physical temple can come back into balance. So knowing that if you have some unresolved anger uh, to th seek out some assistance to help you with that, to help you make sense of, the, of what occurred, create a different lens on it and help you move forward. And that's what I am really passionate about doing is helping people uh, have a different perspective of the reality so they can move forward. So ways you can take care of this liver during the springtime is one to stay calm and especially during the springtime. So if you know people, places, and things are going to aggravate you, decide to do something different. Uh, let go of anything that's stressful, anything that's not aligned, and this is that cleansing, that spring cleaning time. You don't have to be everywhere. Uh, so take a moment and just allow yourself to say what feels easy what's supportive of my way of being in the world in addition if you do feel like releasing some anger get a pillow scream it out maybe pound on mother earth she's she, she can handle it she's really um kind that way you're not going to offend her uh let out the tears let out the emotions the they will go and just like a big storm there will be a calm afterwards the energy of actually physically um, moving will help, as I mentioned, some walking, gentle moving. If you notice that you've had some stagnation and you have trouble metabolizing alcohol, uh, really avoid it, especially during the season. Understanding that alcohol uh, is actually a neurotoxin exhumed in excess, it's not going to be your greatest benefit. In addition, it can cause all sorts of problems for the liver and the bloodstream. So really check in and as to why you're consuming it and if you're consuming a large quantity of it, bring that into balance. There's something else below the alcohol consumption that might uh, want to be addressed when you're ready. That gentle exercising, swimming, walking instead of fast, stretching the tendons will uh, assist in moving the chi. So if you're interested, uh, you can do a little bit more re research as it relates to Chinese medicine and your energy channels and how you can assist that process. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a little pause from my voice and we're going to listen to The Great Fire by OK Go. This group is so much fun. Their videos really make me smile. So that's another way to alleviate some heat is to laugh. Uh, we don't do as much as we would like or I would like even though I like to laugh a lot uh, on a daily basis. So if you bring that in that can help with the movement and uh, assist with not taking yourself so seriously. So with that being said, why don't you just tune in to the fire within you. Just check in how it's been the past couple weeks, how it feels today, and really maybe look back a whole a solar cycle and see how you were last spring and what came up. See if you could recapitulate that. And we come back, we'll look a little bit further and how we can support uh, the clearing of our physical temple, our mental, and our emotional temple.
recapitulate last year around springtime for you what was going on we will uh, annually around that solar cycle repeat cycles according to the seasons and according to the organs in our body and so we're given this map that we can create and work with and that's why in Chinese medicines it's nice to know that wow I could for a whole season or part of a season uh, really bring some attention to the physical temple in one region and knowing that this has a domino effect just like the liver and the filtration and how it feeds into the blood and uh, the immune system and all these different things that occur when we have stagnation in one area and the same goes with the emotional body if we have stagnation or I haven't voiced something that that can start to cause a, a problem and then on a much larger level is that we're energy fields that keep moving on so as we collectively go through our evolution and our transformation that things that we weren't aware of rise up and that's our opportunity to say "Ooh, do you still want to cling on or do you want to let go and so that's a choice and guess what universe is very patient with us we'll say hey you want to keep hanging on fine you may hang on to that for the next year or 20 years or 30 years that's your choice or into the next lifetime but when it rises up, say, woo, I get an opportunity to release this, to make peace with this, and I'm going to take responsibility for it if I so do choose. However, refrain from pointing the fingers at anyone else. Uh, that way there will be less yelling. <laughs> it's all us. It's all on us. It's a, it's a hard thing sometimes to swallow, but it's really freeing when you realize that. <laughs> So in Ayurveda, which is another uh, system that supports the the body and um, having worked with both of them and on certain levels through nutrition and just my own life, uh, there's some beauty to both of them. I don't recommend if you're just connecting in this moment from a nutritional or system standpoint. Uh, trying to merge the two. <laughs> it takes some time uh, to understand both systems in addition to allow yourself to authentically be there with them, go into the roots, go into the earth of both systems and see what applies. In addition, there's systems, so each one has their validity and approach and if you take a little from here and a little from there, it's not necessarily going to be that system it's going to be a whole new system so be mindful with what you're doing I've heard of people that try to jump around in their regeneration period after disease with the two systems and that became very confusing for them so keep it simple the reason I bring it up is that in uh, the Ayurvedic system they recommend a cleanse this time of year and I during next weekend uh, segment I will talk a little bit more intensively about that cleanse and what it means. It's it's fairly gentle, so it's something that you could take on yourself. Again, this is a lifestyle, uh, the system of Ayurveda, and it's again to point out when there's subtle things off balance. If you have huge things that are out of balance or disease in the body, that's why it's good to get a team together and there's more uh, intensive ways to support you during that process. However, just to skim the surface to try to assist that big thing that might be happening isn't necessarily 
going to do anything more than put a temporary band-aid on it. So ultimately, if we all come into balance, we would be living a proactive wellness lifestyle versus a reactive. So we're on this little uh, tightrope right now trying to make our way back and it's okay, we'll, we'll get there. Um, there's no rush. Uh, yet we can only be responsible for ourselves. So what that means in Ayurveda, just to do a little overarching, similar to Chinese medicine, you're removing toxicity from the body, improving digestion, which again is connected to your liver, and uh, that is really that detoxification is looking at predominantly in one dosha, which is considered kapha, which can also move, remove the excess in vata and pitta too. So these doshas uh, support the, the elements like Chinese medicine. They're just divided up into threes versus the five elements. So with that being said, this is that opportunity for you to think about a little bit of cleansing internally and some simple ways to do that uh, are one, just to start to drink a little bit more water in the morning as it relates to the Ayurvedic system. Warm water with lemon and honey will help start to pool. Also, it'll help with any springtime allergies, pollen issues. That way you can migrate away from potentially using your medicine daily. I found personally when I stopped using uh, allergy medicine that I'd been on most of my life, I stopped having allergies, <laughs> environmental allergies, that intense process. So it's we go to that for uh, relief, yet it's just putting that Band-Aid on there. And sometimes it's needed in certain moments. However, remember the body knows what to do. So if we can help support the body, we'll be living more freely. So if you realize right in this moment, if I were to ask you, where do you feel like you need to release something emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually? Write it down. No matter what it is, just write it down and say, okay, I'm ready to work with this and pay attention to it. So often in our modern culture, quote unquote, we want to throw something out. We'll go to the store, we might do consumption therapy, and then we'll come back and we'll throw most of it away, especially when it relates to food. So to be mindful with how much you purchase, and there's something that happens really amazing, especially in countries where they don't have as much currency wealth to dispose of. They're very mindful with food. They might go and just purchase one apple or two apples uh, and use that and then go back and get more. This is a beautiful way for us to reconnect with our agriculture and really agriculture is so abundant and uh, she gives us a lot if we are communing with her that way. So if there's something that you're ready to exit out of your life, then I would really uh, recommend in this moment to write that down and from there, then make a commitment to yourself, no one else, uh, that you're going to work on that this spring. And it might be a combo of what happens is it might be something emotional and then you realize, wow, as I'm working on this, I want to nourish my body differently because I'm letting something go and I'm no longer going to the chocolate bar and eating that. Uh, oh, wow, I realize, I realize that I've been really aggressive and or passive aggressive 
and I'm ready to let that go so I'm going to work on that and every time it rises up this is a beautiful way to look at this every time that one thing you want to work on and I, I really recommend just choose one uh, one thing rises up say oh I'm really ready so I'll I'm gonna let it go but I see it and I react or I engage or I participate in the old pattern just say okay thy will be done and then remove yourself from the situation and then reapproach. if you've already passed through the situation let's say with an explosion since we're talking about fire come back and apologize uh, explain yourself the best you can or if that's not possible if it was to an innocent stranger uh, maybe that was a little bodhisattva someone that's here to absorb your anger for you then promise yourself the next time you cross that path again, the next time you get the opportunity to choose a different path in that moment, that you're going to do it differently and practice it in your mind's eye. And this can be with food, this could be with relationship, this could be with our work. Whatever it might be, just choose that thing for this spring that you're really going to usher out. What happens then, you have more space to create other things and you don't waste your energy on unproductive things that are detrimental to you and our collective world system. So we're going to listen to a little City in Color death song because this is that time to burn that fire and let things perish. Nothing can continue without change. So as you're listening to the song, just tune into what you're ready just to let go of, what you're ready to open up in your physical temple, emotional, mental temple, creating a little space for spring to summer to welcome in some new things as we're uh, stepping deeper and deeper into the, this new lunar year. Somewhere to 
So that was a little city in color singing my death song and some people get a little alarm when I'm so lighthearted about death. Every day we go through the cycle sunrise to sunset. We have the opportunity to release and welcome in the new. In uh, Eastern views when you create more space there's greater potentiality to move with grace into the next. You don't have to fill that space up. It's always good to have a little extra space around in your stomach, (laughs) in your physical surroundings. It allows the energy to flow. So to kind of bring everything full circle and hopefully in that segment you're able to connect with what you might be ready to let go of, what you're ready to release this spring. And if inspired, just choose one thing and record what else rises up and it might start to shift a little bit if you work on it all springtime as that thing rises up. You might realize you need to assist other parts of the physical temple or emotional temple as you're working through it. And then if you keep a little log on yourself next year as you approach spring you can be more proactive knowing wow I did some work on this region this anger unresolved anger I really worked on nourishing my liver and being mindful with it and acknowledging as you made it through once you felt like that ah that there might be another layer and that's okay it'll rise up when it needs to and it might rise up in another season but you'll have the tools to assist you through the process. There's just a a more intensity at this time of year. So whatever it might be that you've decided to address, the perfect way to start this, as Xavier read and the United Nations pointed out, is meditation. So allowing yourself to be in a little bit more ease and slow paced as you feel the yang energy, it's like, whoa, I'm going to be in that winter element of repose, easy motion forward, and receive this energy and decide what I want to do with it. Also, welcome it to move through my system, that yang energy, to clear out the crevices, do stretching, moving the body gently, and allowing the body to wake back up from it's hibernation if you're in the northern hemisphere you're just going to flip everything i'm saying by opposite for those who are in the southern in addition bringing in some foods for yourself that will assist in this process think about where you are in planet earth think about what historically grows there not what's shipped in but what historically is grown there and also include a little bit more uh complex where you're from So if you're from East India and you're in America, you're going to need some things from East India to assist you through the spring in America. If you're from America, think about what historically has grown here and play around with it. If your family is from Europe and you have great ties to that, then you might need some of those foods and cultures to support you through the spring. It's not a one-size-fits-all. We're complex human biologies here on planet earth going through our own transmutation into something different than even our ancestors were experiencing so that's why it takes listening so meditation connecting with the foods from where you physically are and where you're from this is important because your physical biology has a connectivity to those plants from this region and thank goodness (laughs) it's really easy in most locations to get something from almost anywhere In addition, 
if you are having trouble with really understanding how to listen and the meditation is still a little bit more difficult, uh, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to connect you with some links on my site that are guided meditations that can assist. Go and find a nice book and a nice tree. Sit under the tree and read a book for a while. Go and work in the garden. Put your hands in the soil and listen. Connect to it and see what happens. And then also connect to the sun, not to overheat self, but just the gentle times of day in the early morning or late at night. Uh, connecting with the sun's cycle and that rise and that set and that new beginnings and creating space and letting go, especially at that sunset of what no longer serves. We can analyze over and over in our mind, making ourselves a little cuckoo <laughs> by holding on too tight. So until next time, what we're going to do is we're just going to sign out from here and with a little standstill by the album Leaf, even though many of us are ready to jump up and get our move on and listen, connect and listen, especially with this full moon. If inspired, please don't react to your emotions and or others. Just be still with what's being mirrored. Write it down and say, I'm going to get back to that after this intense reflection passes so I can address it more grounded and with awareness in how I would like to move forward into the next. Until next time, this is She signing out with a full heart, a bright smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. 